You are listening to In Response, a legacy podcast. A show where three handsome guys talk about their favorite magic the gathering format, legacy. This show is brought to you by QuietnessAnyCost.com and Austrian-Legacy.com. You can support the show at patreon.com slash response underscore legacy. And now, lean back and show. Welcome to the 14th episode, Soak Up the Sun of In Response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philip Klein. I am Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. And we're talking about legacy. Most of the time. I've got a tip from Daniel to be a little bit nearer <laughs> by, by my microphone because um, <laughs> actually he says I'm very wild. Uh, Widely gesticulating. gesticulating yeah. yeah, when I'm talking, so I try to be, uh, stay focused and stay on track here so <laughs> at first i want to thank our two patrons because peter reminded me <laughs> to don't uh, to not forget them thank you christian noitz and matt duncan for supporting us on patreon by the way you can also support the show directly by following us on twitter it's at response underscore legacy or by joining us on patreon patreon.com slash response underscore legacy and i think with this We start the show. <laughs> oh my God, that was a very professional intro. <laughs> <laughs> very professionally. I think uh, Philip has said everything that myself and I think Peter also wanted to say. Yeah. But let's get let's get real for a second with the main topic of today. <laughs> well, it's not it's not the main topic, but the the first topic it's a is a huge part. It's definitely. a huge part. Um, you guys just came back from holidays. Ooh, we were in Bella Italia. See? You, you both were in Italia, but not in the same place. Nope. No, not really. I, mean. <laughs> I think it was a little bit, a little bit farther away. Uh, I mean, two hours. All right. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, really, for and um, how much was the overlap between each of yours the holiday? I mean, I went down there at like Wednesday two weeks ago or something like that. Okay. But you s stayed until... No, it was Tuesday actually, because I, I rode the first time with Flixbus via bus down. To, and when to did you came back home? On Sunday. Okay. So it was like one and a half weeks. Yeah, we had, we had a little bit of overlap there. Um, you could have met and did something together. Yeah, for sure. Why didn't we do this? <laughs> Why I didn't you cut to Grado? <laughs> <laughs> Because I had no car there. Yeah. And it was the first time well, that I ah, made okay. holiday together with another couple, I would say. Yeah. But uh, where so where have you been? Because I don't I don't really know myself out in, in Italia all that much. So I'm I'm really keen on to find out what beautiful places to visit there. Peter, you start first. I was at Lago di Garda. Okay, I know that's one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only, only, only location. And, and this one in, in, in Rome. I was okay. to Rome and, and Lago di Garda also, yeah. Lago di Garda. It's, yeah. A, nice, it's a nice lake. Yeah, it's, it's really, really nice. I mean, the, the, the water, the, the height of the water was like pretty low because down in uh, Venice, Okay. It was like raining or not raining since over 100 days. So they pumped water down from from the Garda Lake, like one to two centimeters per day wow. down oh my to, to support the other regions, apparently. So wow. it was like one meter below normal water. Is it drinking water? water? Quality? I mean, I wouldn't drink it, but I think it should be like drinking yeah, water. Yeah, it's definitely condition. drinking water, yeah. Oh my gosh, one to two centimeters per day. It's, I mean, it's at least one an inch. Yeah, it's, wow. it's completely, it, it was like a meter below normal water level. So, yeah. So the lake is pretty huge for everyone who doesn't it's, know it's it. The, it's the biggest lake in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking huge. <laughs> and also, I think one of the biggest in Central Europe. Um, is there any one bigger than that? I think the Bodensee. 
Bodensee. It, it, yeah. is, is this one bigger? Really? Okay. So I, I have my dimensions then wrong because I thought that, well, because we have the Neusiedler See, which is uh, per area the biggest one in Austria. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but the Bodensee is far. in Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. Yeah, yeah but it's comparable to the to Neusiedler See. It's kind okay. of kind Stop of small I'm going to and I, I, was, I was thinking if the Gardasee is comparable to the Neusiedlersee or I mean, even bigger than if that if you drive around it's like 150 kilometers by bike in the Gardasee in the Lago ah, di Garda. around the Gardasee yeah. yeah so yeah. I have no idea about the Neusiedlersee yeah. but I know it's definitely the biggest one in Austria so we will Google it. We will Google so it. So fact-checking time. Um, yeah. Yeah, fact-checking time. Okay, yeah, but it's not that big, actually. The, 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 the noise the Lago, the, the, no, Both the of them. See, both, both of them, actually. Um, oh, my. The Garda Lake is the 36th biggest <laughs> lake in Europe. In Europe, okay. Okay. Which one is the biggest? Which one is the biggest? Just tell every, us. every other is not important. Uh, every other is not important. Okay, um, the biggest one is... And now he says the 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 middle the sea or something. The Ladoga in Russia. The Ladoga. Okay, I mean, I, I didn't really count Russia in this sense, but okay, yeah, whatever. It's probably the huge yeah. thing up there. Uh, at okay. Is is this the is this the sea that shrinked by like forty kilometers or something like that? Because I know there was uh, once the the biggest lake in in Europe was like in Russia, and the the water went away from there. And there are now um, where where the the fisher lift or something like that directly at the lake, and they now have to travel like if they went from this place to the to the lake like forty kilometers by car. So, okay. well, I don't know about this, but maybe we can do talk about this in the next episode. Yeah, we will talk <laughs> we about make a history about European lakes and <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. But you, but, but there was a. Lago de Garda. At the Garda Lake, I went mm. with uh, a, a couple that we, my girlfriend and I, know, mm -hmm. and was pretty nice. Um, and we went back on Sunday, and the first week I went alone there and decided to work down there, which is something that I did so last both year too. Working and at the first week holidays. it was mostly working and holidays, and the second week was fully holidays, which was. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah. What about you, Phil? You did only holidays. I enjoyed was, it. Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> everything I did was drinking and eating and <laughs> drinking and soaking eating. up the sun on the beach and drinking and eating. <laughs> That's basically all my and um, swimming, hopefully. Yeah, and swimming and yeah. and also I visited two churches. And two churches? Yeah, two where, churches. Where, because where? I, I went to uh, Grado, that's in the upper Adriatic uh, It's a little little island in the upper Adriatic Sea. It's in the, maybe you could say in the near of uh, Venice. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. about 60 so miles. North, in the northeast side of Italy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Northeast side. And um, you got to say, it was a pretty, very pretty, nice little city because it has a historic uh, old town part. Um, and, and what I really love when I when I travel is to get uh, to take a look at the architecture and to have a little bit of insight on the um on the history of the city. That, that um, what I really I, I don't I don't think hated is the right word, but when I went to Italy the over last time not last time because we were in Bologna <laughs> but the over last time I was in uh, Lignano and the city was built probably in 1970s and so there's actually no, no history, history whatsoever no, yeah. nothing yeah and yeah. That, that's really not my jam and so um, at least there was a really really um, old church there from I think about the about a year uh, 500 uh, a uh, AC and that was really nice to to take a look at and it, uh, I've seen some excavations is, is it from the Roman <laughs> yeah from, no. from Roman era okay yeah because I thought well Italy is of course famous for the Roman architecture the, and, and the, buildings the, around them the church was from the 
from the barbarian times mm-hmm. um but uh but it, I, I don't say it's it's in german it's a völkerwanderungszeit well <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically the dark it's old <laughs> yeah it's basically the dark era after the fall of the roman empire uh before the middle ages and there were basically no buildings uh in europe left and uh, just scattered around and this was one of them and this, that was really cool and interesting mm-hmm. was it built for a um for a particular like person or was it built from a particular person or is it just one architectural historical building that has been left there and is now one of the main attractions no, that it was, you can it was see from, in this it was a church city. um it was built as a church actually but i'm just a church not okay. sure now from whom it was okay yeah. now i was just wondering <laughs> and it should be for god but so the, the city is called grado yeah okay and you just stayed most of your time there yeah we went for a week and yeah but like i said all we did was drinking and eating and staying well, that's at the beach <laughs> what you can do in in italy oh yeah. well we ate so great food oh my gosh probably have eaten the best pizza ever yeah uh, i don't think i mean so. i think well that's they, basically they a real napoletani pizzaoli yeah, yeah i went for Calzone Aril in the pizzeria Aril. I think this is basically <laughs> what everybody in this not being located generally in it, it, it in Italy says is that when they visit Italy, I think it doesn't matter where you visit, they will taste the pizza and they say it's the best pizza ever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I can kind say of, I think this is I've, I've heard this a lot of times already. Yeah. But the pizza I stand in there is the best. Yeah. But the pasta at the Four Seasons yeah. in Bologna okay, def- was def- better than yeah. the pasta that they got there. Yeah. Okay. At, so that, at there Pochese. is a little bit of difference still. Yeah, the, the pasta. The, we got the problem in, is we didn't yeah. eat um, pizza in Bologna. Yeah, that's true. That that's we actually never we, had yeah. pizza. We, yeah. Yeah. We had two evenings where we ate. No, three. And we Free. ate but, every but time pasta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was dominated by pasta. It was it was a pasta pasta meta game basically. Yeah, in Bologna. We should never game Delva. <laughs> <laughs> Ban pasta in Bologna. <laughs> we should meta game pasta Bolognese. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically uh, my holiday. I went, uh, I went back home yesterday, so I'm pretty fresh out of my vacation. Nice. What about you, Daniel? Well, I also have vacation uh, to say, but this is just more a matter of using my leftover holiday days that I have because my final days at the university are to be counted now. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's the exact sound I wanted to hear. <laughs> so, so you could say, the doomsday is coming. Yeah, doomsday is coming, yeah. Uh, it's just two months and then I should be done, then I'm finished. And now I just have a vacation for the rest of August now. But I have to use this time to finish my dissertation, finish... So you're using your holidays yeah, to, to work. work. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did the same last year and it felt so horrible. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making the best out of it. I, I'm, I'm doing me kind of relaxed and... I'm pretty far ahead already, so I don't have that much that much stress around it, okay. and good. I can't finish um, until I think November because in, in September to October I have my big USA um, trip, yeah. and before that I can't finish with my PhD. That's basically um, a given. Yeah. Um, but I f- but after that. I can easy relaxing do my my PhD. Well, it's not um, the work itself will be done, but it's just the last examination that you have to take, yeah. and this will be done in November this year, I think, or October even. Okay. And so with with that, um, I'm kind of relaxed and I'm enjoying my days still. So I get to sleep long and um, just doing a little bits little bits every day, I think, and then. 
headed over to, to September and then in September I have three weeks left to work and then it's up to USA. How long will you stay there? One month. One, four weeks. Okay. Uh, what are we doing then with the podcast? <laughs> this is one, one uh, yeah, occasion where we have to postpone or do something different. I think we, we I, th I think I talked with you or with Phil, maybe we have to pre-record something else. This could also be the case, yeah? It, I think we, we, we should use your time here that we may do another session of something like mm -hmm. a podcast. Well, probably. I could see this, yeah. So, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. It was not an announcement. <laughs> it was not an announcement. It was but just an idea throwing into a room. It was yeah. a teaser like this. But, uh, yeah, Peter, you just came today. Well, by the way, it is now 11.15 o'clock. So yeah. almost the next day. But we had to postpone our recording meeting to this day at 9 p.m. Yeah. And the reason is because that Peter had... Because Phil had no time yesterday, <laughs> so we yeah, scheduled on today because I specifically <laughs> picked this time on, okay. on my Wednesday <laughs> that it doesn't interfere with the podcast, yeah? <laughs> well, okay. You, you ashes on anyway. my head. <laughs> but yeah. You just came back or came here from a coaching session. Yeah, I had a coaching ses session with our previous guest of the cast, um, Phil Gallagher where we talked about my, my painted deck, about the concepts of the deck, of the, about the card choices, about my playstyle with it, and it was kind of insightful. I think now a little bit more about what I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I don't even do this any beforehand. Now I think, oh, I have to do this because... Ah. No, it's, it's just it's like... It's not like... Well, I picked this. Is this okay? <laughs> no, it's it's like... What yeah. is this card do? Oh, now I know. <laughs> no, it's just like... Uh, sometimes for me, I can get a little bit of ahead of myself. Yeah. Like um the the general concepts and mm -hmm. i think i i'm currently good with my deck and maybe really good but mm -hmm. i don't play to perfection because sometimes you yeah. just get ahead of yourself drop one additional card or something like that that would be good if you held it and yeah so on so on i, th I think this is a, a a good a good point that you just mentioned yeah. because in magic I think a lot of decisions are made because of hur heuristics, right? Yeah. So general rule of thumbs. Yeah. And sometimes they don't apply. Yeah. And uh, you have also kind of to develop uh, yeah. like a feeling or something like uh, a mindset where we say, okay, stop for a second. Yeah. Think about this one more time. Is this really like usual the way to do it? Yeah. Or maybe this time it would be better to do it differently. Yeah. And for example, like... Um, it, it went, uh, what's something that I really wanted out of the session is like, are my general thoughts about the play or the plays I do, are they correct? Because I think I'm, and I think uh, Phil and, and the guys at uh, Eternal Glory talked about this in their second to latest episode about coaching. For some good players, they, they need either the, the, the direction they have to go or... Um, how to how say it like they say that it's correct how you think about it so that you can go more into this direction mm -hmm. and apparently i'm currently on a good way but i i need to think about it more and more and more but currently i'm not that bad of a play apparently so that's something that is good to me but oh that's very flattering <laughs> <laughs> to hear this from phil yeah but but still i I did some mistakes and I need to, to work on those, but my, my, my general keeper mulligan decision uh, was good. Um, when it's close, I'm getting a little bit shaky, mm -hmm. uh, but that's okay. I can work on this. And I think that my mulligan decision in spe and specifically, and this was something that I, I tried to work on for this year, improved a lot. Because I think keeper mulligan decision were one of my weakest points last year. And this year with moving away from blue, I uh, helped me tremendously. So 
I think, uh, which was, I, I think I wrote it on Twitter, like, these are the three things that I want to work on for this year on in magic terms and keep a modeling decision was definitely up there and mm -hmm. I think I improved a lot there so I'm kind of happy with it so um, since you mentioned you you moved away from blue yeah um, did your personal decision about mulligans change very much when you are on blue in comparison when you're not on blue uh, Yeah, because nowadays when I see blue cards, like ponder brainstorm, they can be anything. So, uh, <laughs> so it's get a question mark. <laughs> so, so like, um, if you search something like on SAP or another website, the star is something like it can be anything. Yeah. So if you search the database for star um, partner star, it shows you everything that is connected to partner something like that is brainstorm ponder yeah. <laughs> it, but the problem is the database won't show you anything it show you something with partner in there so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, totally so, this, so yeah. when i move back to to any blue deck blue control or something like that blue tempo i have to um start thinking differently about cantrips Uh, I need to have a game pl game plan. They either revolve around these cantrips doing specifically things, uh, which is currently something that I am mostly thinking about them. But I need uh, the cantrips to, to be something that uh, does something additional to the game plan my hand has. Mm -hmm. Because if my, my hand is something like two cantrips, a force of will, two lands, a Tifera or something like that, Yeah. What is my game game plan against any cre uh, creature deck? My game plan is yeah. casting the ponder to find the removal spell. Yeah. But if I have to cast the ponder to find the removal spell, my hand isn't good. Because I need this ponder to find something specific and not something that enhances my game plan in any way. Because I have al if I have already tools, for example, I can use the ponder to get me the best thing out of there and don't have to shuffle the three cards, which would in a normal sequence kind of K to find specifically the sorts of plowshares because I need it now. So, so what I have to start thinking about cantrips differently. Yeah. yeah. In, th in this spe special case, would you say when you have forces to fairy lanes and, and the cantrip, is yeah. what you're lacking essentially is a removal spell yeah. and a win con. And For you, example, yeah. And you can't get both of this with this cantrip. Yeah. And if this is, for example, a game two, uh, would it be better off mulliganing because maybe against elves or something like that, the hand doesn't do anything. The game plan is like, what is the game plan against elves? <laughs> you, force you, something you, and then for, just find force removal. Force something <laughs> and then find removal. It, it doesn't work. Really this bad, is yeah. exactly something like I did like two or three weeks ago yeah. at the FNM with uh, with uh, the the Jessica Kitten deck because I was like really really unexperienced with blue decks. Yeah, so, so I think the balance between interactive cards and finding win cons is yeah. a really really yes yeah, small yeah. line, and you have to you have to really think about this the overall uh, well board state and the, yeah. the role that you are in like who's the beat down this this general yeah. concept uh, at which point i need to find my win con so that i can finish the game fast yeah uh, have you read the, the article who's the beat down already no i have to i have to read it actually it's on my bucket list but really I, you, I you haven't read never, this oh my i've God. never read that yeah That I think that's the, the single most important article for any Magic player. Probably, Honestly. I totally see it. It's yeah. the it's the most important one. And, and by the way, while we're speaking while we're speaking about articles, just a quick mention: uh, Frank Carsten has just published a new version of his um, Mana Sources uh, article so oh, yeah. okay. on, on Channel 5. But he's updated it for 2022. So, do you know what that means, Phil? Oh, a landscape is not better. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. And also, what, that, what this means is, Daniel, you will put links in the show notes mm -hmm. from these two articles. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I really liked uh, the coaching, coaching session and I kind of can recommend it. It's something that is, I think, use, useful if you want to learn a bit 
more about yourself while playing. And, and you yeah. do something good. You can help Phil get full content created. That's true too. And yeah, for me specifically, it was also to, to help myself building my deck. And apparently it's not that far off. Yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, mean, I think the uh, res results with your deck are also I have, speaking a very clear... I think um, I have a 65% win percentage at the local meta. So uh, yeah, it's a local <laughs> meta, but it's about it's also a six-three finish in Bologna. Mm. So I'm I'm really really happy with the deck, and, it, and it, let me say it like that: it has legs. If more people were brewing on it, I think um, you could even even fine tune it really really well. Yeah, I think it's currently tuned. But I think I have to iterate a little bit more to, to combat something. Because like um, I think the deck was way better positioned back in um, March than it is now. Because something like the day's uh, Mystic Sanctuary um, meltdown iteration of Delva makes it really hard to win against Delva. I mean, okay. it's, yeah, it's made true. the Delva matchup a lot worse. A lot worse. Because like now they can have access to more of the Melton effects and now it's harder to, to, to win. So, yeah. But it's absolutely still a possibility. But, yeah. It has it's to be worked. Maybe hard. you can, well, improve the deck or at least the record in the fall when you will return to Bologna. To Bologna. Yeah. And also Phil. Oh yeah, for the next four <laughs> seasons, um, uh, we have to 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 do something like a live cast again. Oh, yeah. probably. It wasn't, Unfortunately, it wasn't I, that bad. I won't attend this time. But you two should represent us three. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I will do my best. <laughs> so, so to the say, best of your abilities. So you're saying I should play Ant in the side event? <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I'm Mr. Daniel Pernosch now, yeah. and I'm playing Ant. <laughs> But you don't have to play burn. This 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 is a given. <laughs> I, I don't think. I, I think. I, I mean, I had a four two record, so it was yeah, not bad. But I, I don't know. I, I, it, no, I don't want to touch burn anymore. <laughs> but burn I mean, burn was really nice. Yeah, the idea was fun, <laughs> but the deck not. <laughs> um, I mean, it played itself. And it played itself. Yeah, that's that's really what I what it did. Yeah. yeah. We said in the mirror with both seven oh, cards yeah, the, in the, hand the, the, on the turn 12 or something like that. The mirror was nice, yeah. There's, by the way, a nice live cast episode of us where we document your burn mirror. Burn mirror. Which was between Peter and ah, Mark. And by the way, uh, Nasat, the guy that you played on the table, mm -hmm. besides, uh, won an RCQ, so he's going to the, the Ooh, proto qualify. How nice. Congrats to him. Congrats, yeah. That was, yeah. That's great. So um, when will this uh, event be happening? I think 9th or 10th of I September or 10th, 11th, 11th of 10th of 11th September. September, okay. And same location, same, same location, people, same nice community. Same nice community, definitely. Hopefully a lot of the guys that we already met. Sam Dems is unfortunately not there. Because yeah, but the guys from the teacher. UK. The UK guys are there. Benedict will also be here, uh, there. So yeah, will be really nice. And maybe maybe Kai, I don't know. Maybe Kai will. Maybe Kai will go. Maybe if if he finds time. And if you are attending Bologna in fall, reach out to us. We could certainly meet up. Yeah, and we every if, time. And yeah, we will definitely schedule something like a few interviews for the live cast. Probably yeah, and we'll do. We try to do it a little bit more um, focused. And this it will be kind of interesting, yeah. since we both will stay at different locations overnight. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Because you already booked your hotel and I'm, like I said... Uh, still up in the air. Yeah, still up in the air. I'm, I'm really just back home now and now I've got time to do this. Yeah. yeah. So I have to book my hotel now, but I'm probably staying at uh, this time. At the Relay Bellaria. Probably, if there are still some rooms left. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a great hotel the last time. At least the other one said. I mean, we will try out a little bit further away one, but we drive like eight minutes to the location. Mm. 
have a pool yeah, and a foot, garden. By foot, it was a, a little bit too far for my tastes. Uh, what we had the last the time? Yeah. The, yeah. The, just, the, just, just a little bit. Um, the, Maybe our location far. was definitely too far away. Yeah. The Relay Bellaria was... Was perfect. Was but just fine. okay. Was okay, yeah. Was okay. Uh, not, not our perfect, one was like 10, 12 minutes further away. Yeah. And if you have to walk more than half an hour, it's... Yeah, yeah, too it's much. getting really tired. And yeah. I think we drove like five, six minutes uh, by car there, and it's like two minutes longer this time for our new okay. hotel, which is okay. Yeah, so. we will see. Uh, but speaking of the of the tournament, there, uh, what will you play this time? I am currently in the process of. I won't be playing Legacy on Saturday. Oh my gosh, what is happening? I will did play you, modern. You... No. Oh, that's just <laughs> what I wanted to, to say. Are you playing modern now? What the fuck? But wait, wait. Is the main event on Legacy on Saturday? On Sunday. On Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So I, what? If you wouldn't play the main event on Su- Legacy on Sunday, then... No, I have you to. You would get slapped won't. out of yeah. here now. <laughs> you, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have my then pencils still the in my cave. <laughs> then the positions for a third guy of our <laughs> podcast <laughs> <are open>. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have my my pencil, uh, my 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 brush, paint, paint the brush. Yeah. My, my it's it's a it's a brush. I think. It's it's a brush. Like Bob Ross said, a twelve inch brush. A twelve inch brush. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, no, <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't say that. <laughs> but uh, I think I don't know, two or three inch brush. I don't know. He he he, he divides the brushes by a by half the inch. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's half inch. There's two or three inch. I mean, it should be like bit. an inch or something like yeah. that. So, but it's not about the length of the of the brush. It's about the thickness. <laughs> <Okay>. the thickness. <laughs> then, it's, then it's, it's the like thickness, a tenth yes. of <laughs> it's the thickness. an inch. But, but no. and, and the the most important thing is you have to beat the devil out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now back to talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is Bob Bob Ross. It's just Bob really? Ross. Yeah, don't you notice? <laughs> yeah. When, when when he's cleaning the brush. And here's his stand of, of, his, of, his, of his paintings. He cleans it and then he whacks the devil out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says it like that. You have to beat the devil out of it. <laughs> okay, I have to, you have I to definitely have to watch Pop It Ross. is culture. It is, it is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's painter culture. So yeah. Yeah, yeah painter culture. Yeah. So I will be playing painter on Sunday. And why s- aren't you playing a painter in vintage? Because why is it a I, I don't know it now, but I have tomorrow a session where I get an introduction to vintage. And Tom said that painter is not good position currently in vintage. So okay, so there there are or where painter decks in vintage. I I said I'm uh, I'm playing like. The paint the stuff and all in legacy and he said yeah paint isn't good in vintage so okay so so there is a reason that i shouldn't play painter mm. yeah but um, i think it's quite logical right because everyone has basically main deck artifact hate in oh vintage. yeah that's true they play fossil figure it main. is yeah collector there's main there is a collector yeah. main deck that come down on turn uh, where or, or, what i think where has even I'm not sure. Maybe I'm mistaken. Kataki War Mage. Something like this. There's a lot of artifact hate in the main deck, yeah. Vintage is strange. Yeah. It's quite a different format. Yeah. But I'm (laughs) kind of... so strange. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so strange. But But very interesting. But I'm, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. We we put out like three deck lists. That would be something that I may enjoy playing. Mm -hmm. And we will look into these deck lists. And yeah. Let's see how it goes. Is it your first time trying Vintage then? Or? I've played like four or five matches in the Man Traders qualifier like half a year ago with Grixis Breach mm-hmm. or Tinker Breach or I don't know how it was called back then, which was a decklist that Bryant Cook played in yeah. preparation for Eternal Weekend, which was something I enjoyed. But yeah, so it's basically like first steps. Mm-hmm. Definitely with getting an introduction, a little bit of concepts, how are these various matchups, how you have to attack them. Because like in Vintage, there are a lot of decks that are nearly similar, but 
like as in Legacy Lair, there are four cards different and it's a whole new deck and has very, very distinct weaknesses mm. or in strengths. So is there a deck with Defra Charm and Anikitexian Bob? Yeah. But Kitexian it's like is, it's uh, it's restricted. restricted. Yeah. It's Rug Standstill, for example. Ah yeah, that one that you showed uh, me. Yeah, which is like a, a rug control deck with Bosejus, okay, yeah. uh, Standstill, Lurus. A value and deck. And value, yeah. Look at us, we're in a vintage podcast now. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, no. I just want to play Storm in vintage or kind of, well, I don't... Yeah, you can play Doomsday. Apparently it's, what? some say it's pretty hard. On the other side, a lot of uh. guys say it's like, he's a stack in vintage currently, so... Okay, well, at, I, at least the I'm, I'm, I mean, legacy doomsday guys says uh, the vintage version is easier than the legacy okay. one. I mean, mm-hmm. there is dark petition storm, or which was previously you would be more the PO guy. Am I yeah, right? I think. Uh, would you play PO breach? Uh, I don't know the version. Ah, this was something I played. I played Grixis PO breach. Okay, now uh, I don't think I would go into breach direction, but just just old school just, PO storm. Yeah, PO yeah. storm. I, I'm. What I've what I've seen is that um, these PO deck lists that you can see online, they don't really have a storm game plan. That's just I think this is just for value. They're probably it's yeah. usually more for value. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I, I like the versions where you can just storm off with just yeah. throw a tenders and I'm, then. Yeah, I, I like the the PO version because like you you PO'd for for value with it and mana, and then you just find the the underworld breach and then um, it's a win basically uh, how's, yeah. how's it called brain freeze yourself and then uh. your opponent like four or five times and uh. it's more easily because with uh black lotus you can keep up men and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. it's like with lead it's it's like yeah. with with led yeah. just better <laughs> yeah just better just better so yeah yeah i will certainly not attend uh vintage there I will play the legacy side event. So uh, you're playing end there? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> we we made a contract there. Yeah. <laughs> I contract from below. Maybe, How's it called? Maybe, maybe the guy maybe that I watched end. So. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that watched. <laughs> so oh, the contract A-N-T. is valid. Yeah, it's called Bürger in German. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Nah, I'm I'm pretty I'm really not sure what to play uh, there because I'm well, actually it's, it's one month still to decide, right? Yeah, the problem is I'm playing so much bullshit. <laughs> Not really this, but yeah, also this. <laughs> but I don't really have the time to prepare uh, yeah. to really prepare for the, for this event, and it's just so hard yeah. for me to really find something that I like playing because I haven't really liked something in the last two to three months. And I really suck at the moment at playing Legacy. Yeah, <laughs> I think something that you would like would be the, the, the Grixis Phoenix builds, but you have to buy a Legend Shredder for it. Yeah, these are 30 bucks at the moment. I mean, Daniel what has a few the of them laying around. I have three. Yeah. Um, I'm probably leaning more around um, Checkpad at the moment. Yeah, Checkpad is but hard. Yeah. It's very I good think tech, you, but you it's would very be hard. way better off with playing like the, the Phoenix build. You're more online with the game plan and i think you will be brain dead by round three latest with Jack oh Power. yeah that's that's true that's also one with my mardu um brew it's probably too hard to play so many rounds yeah f- for my painted deck it's also like you are getting pretty pretty stressed out because it's like really really slow in closing games mm-hmm. so the the, the 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 brain space is definitely something to consider and sometimes with Phoenix you get these events. And but yeah. do you think that we will have a BNR announcements until then? Well, um, I don't currently. I, I doubt it. I doubt it too. I mean, it, I could see it happening like in one to two weeks because of this specific showcase data. But b- what? <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what do yeah. you think that will maybe? Well, maybe something out of that but I, I don't know I don't want to get, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go too far into okay, but 
Then not not considering here. Shredder, right? Because Shredder is clearly no, no Shredder. Nah, is no, 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 no Shredder. Yeah, it, it would but take up the meta. It's probably the, the, the meta shift thing, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and the meta would shift, I think, more into like a Doomsday perspective. So you need more against Doomsday, maybe than the discard decks or something like that would be better because mm -hmm. you have more against combo on turn or, or in game one. So yeah, Let, let's see how it shake up if they even do something against it. And I, I gotta say, I doubt it. But ha, ha, have you looked at the decklist that, that won the showcase? The guys that split? They Isn't had, it they Delva had, versus Shredder? It was, no, it, yeah, it was kind of Delva versus Delva. They only had two bolts between the 150 cards. Different. Oh. No, two the, bolts two in the bolts in, in the blue red oh, decks. Yeah, fuck. they played <laughs> both the full set of unholy heat. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I, I I certainly can see that because bolts is right now one of the removal spells that kills the least things. That is yeah, it so doesn't. True. It do, uh, is unholy heat uh, instant. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because it doesn't bolt doesn't clear the endurances. Which are yeah. important. I yeah. mean, endurance is also something that you can. You have to kill with the trigger on the stack, but it's still a possibility with the leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but all this on on the low end of, yeah. of things and right now. You yeah. can you can kill a merc tat with six damage. Yeah, sometimes which is what year is it? A possibility. Oh Bolt is a bad card now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 fine, but it's not really. It doesn't kill a lot of things because a lot of things have and and you have toughness to, four and and blue red delva nowadays is not the tempo deck. No, it's a mid range deck. Yeah, it's I, a mid range I know, deck. I know. So you don't need that many bolts to close up the game. Mm -hmm. You need the one bolt to find like which would help the the back delva days, but you don't need the full playset of bolts to finish them off of nine life. Yeah. I mean, in in my last uh, FM that I played, so two weeks ago, um, I was on. Uh, Turbo Depth. Yeah. And I finished versus uh, Jonas, I think, uh, in three minutes and 1 yeah. 2 0. And then I said to him, Hey, I know you. You have always a lot of decks uh, with you. Just uh, borrow me one and just play. And uh, we play some games. And I took Delver, and uh, I'm not sure what he played. I think he played. Yeah, he played Chant, but yeah. it was my first time playing Delver. And it feels illegal. It feels so illegal. It, <laughs> it's just sick. I mean, it's like, oh, uh, okay, this hand does nothing and you got discarded on something and, and then you just, oh, expressive iteration. Well, cast expressive iteration. Hmm. Remove your threat. Play a Merktide Regent. Win the game in two turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the problem I mean, is nowadays. So, so extremely... I, I don't even have words for this. <laughs> yeah, Delva has so many tools to look out for cards. You have the Dragon Rage Channeler to loot cards away or put cards away. You have the, the Ledger Shredder nowadays to put cards away. You have like and the, the cantrips, you have expressive iteration. So you have so many tools to get your different cards. Um, so it's like guaranteed to draw your, your best card in like two turns or something like that. I mean, I was this close to buy myself some Merc Tides. This, this close because... Uh, I with, have with to proxy that. rules. Um, I have everything uh, from for Blue Red Delva, besides the four Merc tiles, and uh, this deck feels so incredibly strong. What does a Merc tile currently cost? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have two laying around. But, the, but um, yeah. I'm not sure if I should bite the bullet here because I know, I know for a fact that if I buy the Merc tiles, it get banned as as soon as possible. Do uh, do. Do us as a favor. <laughs> yeah, just but buy it's them, please. 80 bucks. <laughs> I don't want to shell out 80 bucks. <laughs> for the community, for the community. It's just for the community. <laughs> for yeah. the Medicaid. Yeah, I think you have to, to sell them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a place two, too. And I don't think I will be playing Delvin in the next few years. I, I don't see myself as the guy anymore. If they get banned in Legacy, I don't think they will drop that much in price because, because they're uh, still in Modern. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. So, yeah. so you think it's okay holding it because I can sell it to the Modern guys? Yeah, at the moment, yes. Because I don't think that it is overpowered in Modern. But 
well, modern is a different I story, mean, but yeah. Yeah, because they don't have that much cantrips to fuel yeah, it. Yeah, it's I mean, so it's, it's still the number one deck in modern. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You still it's, have Ragavan. It is, it, is, okay. it is the best but deck in modern. But it's a different beast with Ragavan. <laughs> yeah, it was the deck list that we had in, in, in Legacy, basically. <laughs> it, it's playing now in, what is the modern deck? It's like Counterspell, Archmage's Charm, yeah, uh, Dragon Rage Canela, Ragavan... Shredder, um, they, 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 they hardly play Dragon Rage Channel anymore. Okay, they play Shredder now. They, they have a mix of Channel and Shredder. Then you have Force of Negation. No. You don't play Force no, of Negation? Um, at most, one or two copies in the sideboard. Okay. But typically, no Force of Negation. You have Spell Pierce. Okay, you, you play Spell Pierce. Yeah. And yeah. Because but you will be card disadvantage. Why would you do... Something like this. This is in modern, yeah. I, I, I mean, in, and you still have counter spell archmages. You have consider to yeah. You have consider as, as you can trip and unholy hits bolts. Unholy hits and bolts. Uh, yeah, I think this is the deck. And bubbles. And bubbles. Yeah, yeah. And that's it basically. Because like something that they always do is like turn two shredder bubble trigger and everything is Gucci. <laughs> it's Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's so good yeah, it's extreme oh my but yeah it basically everything rolls around uh, and, and do you know what seems best turn 3 ledger shredder ponder or ledger shredder uh, turn 2 ledger shredder mishra's bobble it's also nice yeah which was the thing I said before yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't listen <laughs> I, I've never uh, uh, and I said that. ponder for, for modern but it's still okay yeah, 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 consider yeah. but double but, connive <laughs> Get a, yeah, exactly. It's a turn three natural shredder upon the judge call. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and if it resolves, nobody says anything. I mean, you're gone. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I proxied myself for when I, I first tried out um, high tide. I proxied myself um, opts out of preordainment. Preordain was like five to ten bucks because <laughs> it didn't have opts at home. <laughs> What? What? Oh my! Yeah, no, man. yeah no. I mean, it just put a small paper thingy in ah, there. Okay, I think you. I thought you were no, writing would've... with Sharpie on it. No, <laughs> writing on a preordained uh, opt. Downgrade <laughs> <laughs> the card. <laughs> I mean, today I've. I've uh, I mean, it has Snapcaster Mages with Merchant Scroll on it. So. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it costs also two. Yeah, it's the same card, basically. Uh, but but not with with Sharpie. Okay, T- uh, today I've read something in Reddit that a uh, that some guy has a written swamp over LEDs because okay. <laughs> he had enough swamps, but he had some LEDs <laughs> <laughs> which were no- uh, which were nothing worth. There's back a special then. place in hell for something. Yeah. Like <laughs> and he basically said in Reddit, I- I'm not sure about his name, but uh, if there if there are LEDs out there with a Big golden S on the front, uh, no, not, not an S like an uh, S, uh, but but the the, the, letter. the letter S is from him. <laughs> I mean, I liked uh, currently on Reddit because one guy asked, "What is the right amount of Shadow Bonapostle in the Shadow <laughs> yeah. Bonapostle deck?" And the top comment is, "In Legacy, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could probably build something like that, but no. It, it's just too, no. It's too chunky, even for my taste. The, uh, the, that's that's uh, really. You need seven for Shadowborn Apostle, am I right? Yeah. Uh, six. You need six. Okay, six you need six. The first turn where you can have six out is turn three. Yeah. On the play, it's perfect. Three lands, six Shadowborn Apostle. Will never happen. No. <laughs> never. So, never. Uh, and this. Uh, it's not playable. And then you just get a grizzle brand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the only thing that's kind of neat is something like you. There's the card with crippling or something like that, where where you exile the top four cards and you uh, can with cast ripple. Uh, with the, ripple. The, the um, how is it called? Framing, framing stone. stone. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can basically play every shadowborn apostle, then put everything back, and then get like two or three demons. It's like Exodia. <laughs> no, no, but it's like a turn four. It's like Cascade. <laughs> it's like Cascade, but everything uh, triggers another rippling. So if you hit two Shadowborn Apostles, you get now Both two. Both ripple again. 
two Ripple games. So it's basically oh, yeah. going guaranteed or nearly guaranteed to you. Yeah, yeah. but the whole Shadow Apostle combo is like Exodia. Yeah, basically. I don't have any idea what Exodia does, but what Exodia yeah, is. But but Exodia yeah, wins the game. Like with, that, with yeah. the game when you have five pieces of oh, okay. But it's not it's Exodia. It's, it's like, not even that good. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no. It's, it's not even as good as like there are shadow um something like that it's like a trap card and four spell cards no it's five trap cards with there uh, there is final written onto it and if you have everything out you win the game yeah. so it's basically slow and steady so so like the hedrons like the hedrons yeah it's also uh, very very we, shitty very very this shitty. would be something for you phil in legacy no definitely not you have to play hedron combo yeah <laughs> how, how does it win you need one in the graveyard one, one in, in the exile, exile one, one in hand print. and one in play yeah and how do you have to pay mana for it that you win the game no you have to survive until the upkeep pretty pretty dumb okay it's, if it's, it's just so cha- I mean if, if a com- if a combo or, or a deck is too chunky for me that means something that really means something <laughs> okay yeah but yeah i, I, I think, think we've got all the talk talk yeah. out for today we Pretty don't much. hit on on legacy the organizer because they're cutting <laughs> price it we just let it in this single sentence rolling around they so are just dumb no it's completely okay if you go free o and get exactly your pay in as a payout but yeah uh, where can we find the podcast phil <laughs> If you like <laughs> if you like what we are doing, follow us on Twitter. It's at response underscore legacy. You can find me on Twitter. It's at finnickmtg, P-H-I-N-E-K-M-T-G. If you want to follow th- uh, Peter on Twitter and his shitty takes, <laughs> where can we find you, Peter? I don't have any shitty takes, <laughs> but I definitely don't have an Instagram. Uh, you can find me on at Unicorn Lord, but the O in the Lord is a zero. Where can we find you, Daniel? I hope I also don't have a shitty takes, <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter. It is at Flying Delver and on the website where definitely this is a definitely a shitty take free website. Greatness at any cost.com. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think this was everything. Uh, we put the link from the for the articles in for the articles notes. in the show notes, and basically everything else is also in the show notes, like always. So just, yeah. just scroll down it. and hit the link tree and everything. And yeah, and, I think and we will see us again in three weeks. In response. Yeah. This was an response, a legacy podcast. If you enjoyed the ride, feel free to support the show by following, leaving a review, or subscribe on patreon.com slash response underscore legacy.